Hello friends! Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of The Mind of the Martyr. We seem to be a little bit wiggly behind the scenes here, but that's okay. We're having a good time. We're having some fun. Um, hi! Hope you're doing okay. Hope you're keeping well. All of that nonsense. And, uh, hope you're keeping safe and warm and feeling okay. Uh, we are here to play some D&D and have some fun. And hopefully raise a little bit more money for charity. Those of you who have uh, been taking a look at the channel have seen that we were doing a level 20 uh, charity one-shot in order to raise money for breast cancer research uh, with our good friend uh, Roachzilla, who is part of our Emporium network. Uh, since the donations are still open for a little while longer, we thought we'd go ahead and jump off the bandwagon as well and keep those open. Uh, so yeah, in the chat right now, I don't actually know what way I'm somewhere, uh, <laughs> you'll find uh, a couple of donation links and some incentives to help out our party here. Um, you hopefully won't need any of them, but you can stock them up for the future as well, players, so remember that and uh make sure you use them at the most dramatic of times <laughs> uh yeah so uh anything that you can spare would be super super appreciated obviously we are currently in hell but if you do find yourself with a little bit of uh disposable income it would be super super appreciated you'd be helping out a very good cause with that being said uh we have a couple of affiliates on the channel here uh, that help to keep us going. We have the wonderful folks at uh, So Nerdware who deal with a whole bunch of TTRPG related paraphernalia, whether that be dice, shirts, mugs. Uh, you can go ahead and check them out and use the code FRIENDS for 10% uh, off your purchase there. We also have the wonderful folks at Grinding Coffee, uh, a black LGBT plus owned coffee company. They do some fantastic blends. They've just restocked the Cowboy blend, which stereotypically, of course, is going to be the one I pick. I am very excited. I wish that shipping to the UK wasn't too painful, but I am excited. <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead and use the code FWRD for a discount off your purchase there. If you're not too sure on the flavors, they also do a selection of sample bags. So you can get a little bit of everything and then go ahead and do what I do and just buy in bulk because coffee is your lifeblood. Uh... <laughs> Question, do you own a cowboy hat? No. Better I own a pirate hat. Do you own cowboy boots? I don't own any boots at all. This needs to Unfortunately. Change. Agreed, agreed. How are you supposed to be a cowboy if you don't own cowboy things? Look, I'm just I'm just a queer cowboy asking to be loved, okay? I don't need that's it. That's it. <laughs> uh <laughs> And suddenly the train of thought has just gone. Let's get into the game, shall we? Uh, who wants to go ahead and recap for everybody? Uh, just as we are finding ourselves in a bit of a, a bit of a lull in the action, a little bit of a quiet moment. Is it a lull? Is it though? <laughs> I think Aridin should recap since it's her sister. <laughs> yes, I like this. You have been voluntold. Yes. <laughs> and I got my handy dandy notebook. 
Mm, okay, let's I mean, see. like, you do take the best notes out of all of us. True. In that you take notes. <laughs> I probably take, like, too much notes. Too many. Um, so we came back into um, the action um, where it we meet uh, not only Matriana, but a tiefling that is with her that is revealed to be Aridin's sister. Um, we try talking our way out. It doesn't go very well. So we fight. Matriana takes off and um, we fight with Esther and we manage to knock her out and keep her alive. Um, we basically tied her up and started making our way to Ansaya. Um, I think we managed to get a wagon. And, oh, uh, Tom was banished for the whole fight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> came back and was like, what the fuck? And <laughs> I just think that's neat. Um, do, 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 do. Airden gives Matriana's sword to Ton uh, to keep it away from Esther since they will be traveling with her. Um, and that is what happened. There's one loose end you forgot to mention. Somewhere out there, there is a Kruthic worm hybrid and a yes. Commander Kruthic somewhere. Yes. <laughs> And the loose yes. end will likely come back to bite us in the bum. Even though we tried to handle that. Yes. And they got teleported. And not, hey, we handled it. We didn't get killed. <laughs> yeah, that's the best We're we not do dead. At level six. We handled it. We didn't get killed. And it is technically out of the city. And can we talk about how Esther used a level five spell? That's fine. I'm sure that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. We're not in over our heads. It's cool. Well, <clears throat> she is currently uh, tied up in the wagon with y'all, so clearly someone came out on top. Uh, yeah. With the events that happened, the military that you had spoken to led by uh, the head of the Ansian military, Sinclair, split his forces, one occupying the city of Satain and clearing out, hopefully, no Kruthic resistance, but you can never be too careful. The other half now on their way to Yilton to see what on earth is happening with the disappearances there. With this, the supplies were dropped off, and the relatively large supply wagon becomes your makeshift home for the next week or so as you're traveling forwards. Stereotypical uh, large supply wagon pulled by two horses with a canopy over the top. Nothing too special about it and not particularly comfortable, but you can go ahead and kind of uh, go ahead and spread out your camping gear and sleep in a little strange cuddle bundle in the background uh, <laughs> as you begin to travel on your way to Mansaya. <clears throat> yeah. 
you do have quite a bit of time during this travel. I think it's going to be a good chance for the party to speak and interact and perhaps get to know each other a little better. So, if there is anything you would like to say, do ask. Please go ahead. Time to watch with hard eyes as the clerics. Uh, yeah. Bond. I was, was going to say, uh, Dawan's going to approach uh, uh, Valentine and Jacaranda with her satchel, her not satchel, uh, medic tool kit and pull out a couple books. So, based on the previous battle, I feel like we should probably try to organize our spells a little more coherently. How do you both feel about this? Um, yeah. And so you see, it's almost like a rib cage, like opening of branches, and then she pulls out her like books and stuff too, because she holds all of her stuff like in side of her. <laughs> she doesn't have like bags and stuff. You see Valentine look absolutely fascinated with that and she's got her big like shoulder bag type of situation going on and she like pulls it open and like pulls out a couple of books and she's like, yeah, let's do this. Um, well, what do you propose, Valen? How, how, how should we do this? Uh, just quickly pulls up Dawn's character sheet because she <laughs> failed to do that sooner. Um, my focus is primarily on, or I'd like to, I usually focus more on healing. Um, so if I could, I don't mind taking the brunt of healing spells if one wants to focus on supporting the party. And helping attack. Attack, cleric! Mara would butt in. I think we should go offense, defense, and healing. She's very tactical about these things. <laughs> um, well, I have some of the healing spells I always, I can't unprepare just because that's the way I am. It's how I was born. <laughs> um, but I can diversify a few of my other spells. I've got a, a bit of healing, but then I've got a lot of like, well, I'm a Tempest cleric, you see. So I've got a lot of things like fog clouds and making gusts of wind and thunder waves and lightning. Lots of. Okay, lots she's of offensive things. cleric? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> most, of, most of my. Jacker. Okay. Most of my or always prepared skills are nature-based, like bark skin or anything with growth. Ooh. Hmm. Okay. Funny, because um, I'm not made out of plants. I mean, I think this is why we get along. But, um, I like, I like being 
offensive. I do enjoy that. I do have a few defensive things and kind of, um, like with my clairvoyance and sixth sense, S's are really hard for me lately. I apologize. <laughs> um, I can, I don't know what that would be considered. Defense? Defense? It's knowledge defense. Is I think knowledge is defense. Defense? Yes. Um, but then I like stuff like spirit guardians and that kind of stuff. Um, I, I feel like it's okay if we all have an offensive skill. I think that's just careful and clever thinking. Not Anne, but you know, some offensive skills. This makes sense to me. But um, if you're going to have mass healing word prepared, I guess I won't. Okay, this is helpful. So let's see what I should do. Oh, I can do water walk if we come across um, water again. Yeah, I'd, I'd prefer to avoid. Yeah, but then you can be on top of the water and you would be avoiding it. Can anyone help me with buffing the party? Um, I've been doing a lot of buffing. This is true. Everyone now just checking their spells. <laughs> <laughs> What can I do? Oh, <laughs> okay. interesting for everyone. <laughs> um, what? I don't really have, I have enhance ability. Um, uh, perhaps protection from evil and good if you have it. Oh yeah, I do have that. Would be good. That would be. Uh, well, Art, do you think we're going to run into aberrations, celestials, elemental, fey fiends, and undead? Are, are any of these what that Listen, is? Listen, we ran into giant worms in the bottom of the city. I have no idea what we're going are to those, encounter. Are those aberrations? <laughs> Speaking of what spells you guys have... Do you guys think that maybe you could help Aradin recover her memories if that's something she's wanting? All three clerics turn to look at Aradin. Yeah, like, is this something you want? <laughs> well, I feel like while you guys are talking, um, Aradin and Orin are probably talking. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys all look over at her and they're just like, oh, yeah, this is... <laughs> So did not hear the question. Leona, you are adorable. Sorry, I just saw your comment. <laughs> I, um, listen, I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to D&D. &D. I literally <laughs> do not. I don't. I don't know how people think I'm some sort of serious gaming person. I don't even know what I'm doing with D&D. <laughs> serious. It's okay, we're all learning. That's what he does. Have you, have you seen this group of people? <laughs> I'm the least professional. Nice. <laughs> uh, I guess Dawan would would Erdin. Yes. 
Do you have any interest in trying to recover your lost memories? I'm not promising anything. I just wanted to see if that was something you wished to pursue. If you would like us gestures at three clerics to do some research. Memories can be pretty tricky. We don't want to promise anything. And we don't want to force you into anything. I appreciate you asking. Um, I don't, I don't know at this moment. I think part of me doesn't want to know. Um, I think she was a very different person and I, I think I'm okay with, the only reason I would want to know is I think that the information that I had would be helpful to us now, but for the time being, I don't think so. That is very reasonable. That is and very understandable. If it comes down to it and we do need that information, then I would consider it. But... So would it be okay if they do some research on maybe magics that would help with that in case we do get to a point where that is necessary? Yes, that would be okay. Thank you. Of course. And if this was a Blades in the Dark game, we would start a long-term clock. <laughs> <clears throat> Ooh, a Blades in the Dark D&D mashup? Who Blades says the <laughs> clock isn't already ticking? Blades uh -oh. in the Dungeons. <laughs> oh, no. Blades in the Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons in the Dark. <laughs> That would be a dungeon, yes. I <laughs> <laughs> would just be dungeon. Oh my gosh. We would be playing Dungeons and Dungeons. Dungeons <laughs> and Dungeons. Just Shoots and ladders? This is curiosity. <laughs> and you, you may have said it and I wasn't paying attention earlier, but like, what's the kind of outlay right now? So we definitely have Esther on a cart handcuffed somewhere. Are we mm -hmm. walking behind the cart? Are we on the cart? Are there multiple carts? Uh, there is one large supply wagon. If mm. you would like to all be on said wagon, um, you will go a lot faster. <laughs> yeah, I assume just we're all in walking. it as mm -hmm. you don't have mounts as of yet. Okay. Um, yeah, as it currently stands, you would probably be in the wagon as it will speed up your journey. Um, Esther is pretty much unconscious for the better part of a day, maybe a day and a half. She's okay. out. So, so how many members of the army are with us, Sinclair and then one other person? Uh, it's just Sinclair. Just Sinclair. So he's yes. driving the cart? Sinclair is driving. Yes. Okay. He is up the front, and he's kind of 
unless you want to engage in conversation with him, he's very much, he doesn't really mind what you're doing back there or what you're talking about, but he's not unapproachable, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You can poke him if you want to. Gotcha. I just wanted to make sure that we're not having this conversation about like, hey, do you want to get your memories back? And her sister's standing there like, <laughs> no, no, she is definitely unconscious for at least a day, maybe two. Um, well, and her sister already knows that she doesn't have her memories. We've had this conversation during the fight. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all did a number on uh, y'all did a number on her, so she needs yeah. to rest up. <clears throat> the path, as you are kind of continuing to discuss and plan, the path takes you past lands you've already been to. You see that you, <clears throat> excuse me. You see that you pass uh, by Keen and travel through the village there. You continue up through Janezo and past Uten. As when you we travel... go through Janezo, we have lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta is go see because... Adam and the birds. I was gonna say, is that because you want juice? <laughs> you want to juice and birds? Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, we, need, we need some smoothies. Uh... Cool, yeah, you can go ahead and stop off there for lunch real quick. Sinclair is not particularly happy about it. He's very much kind of like, all right, if you must, but make it quick. I'd rather get back to the city as soon as possible. I would rather not keep Her Highness waiting. Go ahead. He kind of just, that rigid uh, military uh, personality as he just kind of sits in the wagon and waits as you all go ahead and have lunch and talk and all of that kind of thing you're able to sit there and wait uh, until you return uh, I talk to the worms ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes the tell worms. them to let the queen uh, to be aware of Matriona and anyone bearing that symbol all right, and they'll go ahead and take that to heart as they go ahead and head back and begin to relay that also to their queen. Um, yeah, and this town seems to be partially under construction. There seem to be things that are being built, fresh things, new things. Um, it's mostly scaffolding right now, so you can't really tell. Um, but you can see that they're definitely starting a different infrastructure in this town than it was before. Um, yeah, progress is being made here, one way or another. Unless y'all have any other poking around you want to do, you can continue up to the north. The climate begins to feel a little strange as you go up to the north. Even though the area around you is still mostly uh, forest, the heat becomes incredibly dry. You notice the humidity being pulled out of the air almost. Um, as you begin to continue north, looking around to your right-hand side, you see through the forest, you don't see ground. You don't see dirt. You see sand as if the section of a desert has just spilled into a forest. And it's strange in the fact that 
the natural area doesn't seem to have been affected. Normally, if something were to happen to this ecosystem and something would change, the trees maybe die out or the ground changes, but it's almost as if it's two completely different biomes just existing, cohabitating. You see small scorpions uh, mixed into the sand while you're also looking at the chipmunks and the trees. It's a little jarring as you continue north. Sinclair will turn to you. More than likely, there will be a short, uh, just a, a, a short situation. We are heading into Camp Oasis, so they will want to check the wagon and make sure that we are not bringing anything that will harbor ill will towards Ansaya. Just a guard post, especially considering the current issues we're having here. You may be asked to disarm briefly. Just briefly. Do not worry. I will be doing the same. He nods towards you all. And you watch as his gaze kind of sticks to his right side. So he's looking out towards this strange amalgamation of nature. Never really get over it every time you pass it. Always just feels a bit off. Could also be that I'm just not a magic person. He'll go ahead and kind of get the horses to move a little faster as you continue up north. Mara's loving it because to her is perfect chaos. These two biomes coming together. <laughs> yes. You continue up to see a rather small but well-built fortification. As you approach, there only seems to be a couple of guards, uh, both outside of this small gate and the uh, towers themselves. It appears to be a small makeshift fort uh, used as a checkpoint. You immediately see, as you begin to pull up, there isn't actually a lot in this checkpoint. There seems to be a small barracks, a small open eating area, uh, a tent which is used for uh, what seems to be just paperwork and other such things, uh, and the soldiers themselves. They also wear the colors of uh, and the Ansion military. So how many days has this been? Uh, at this point, probably a day, almost two. Um, the majority of the stretch of the journey is still yet to come as you arrive at this checkpoint. And have we stopped at night or have we continued on going the whole time? That is up to y'all. You can go ahead and rest if you would like. Uh, the back of the wagon is always there if you wanted right, to go ahead and get it. Has Sinclair seat. wanted to stop or has he wanted to continue? Nope, he's pushing on. Okay, so during this time, besides the other discussions, I would have had a discussion with Oren on tactics to try to, like, when he's doing his monk stuff, me assist him to maybe work eventually towards like a pack tactics kind of thing so that when I help him to do his attacks, he gets advantage. 
I like it. I like so that idea. we'll we'll be discussing that. We can't actually do it because we're traveling in the wagon, but for future plans. So like we're making sketches and talking about different things. Very cool. Awesome, awesome, awesome. There is a moment as you approach. You hear one of the guards just, hold please. Ah, he salutes a rather kind of clumsy salute. Uh, Sir Sinclair, didn't realize it was you, apologies. Well, you know, uh, protocol is protocol. He suddenly becomes nervous in his armor as he begins to take a look and realize there's more people in the back of the wagon. He kind of lifts up the tarpaulin and just, oh, um, hi. Would you mind stepping out, please? Certainly. I assume we're supposed to be uh, leaving weapons on board, yeah? Uh, if you can go ahead and give them to my, uh, my fellow inspector here. This is an interesting crew. He kind of pulls down the top wall and a little confused as he waits for you to uh, dismount. So it, jump it, down and... it's, it's him and then someone else next to him, right outside yeah. the... So she would lift the flat back up right after he leaves. And it's like, uh, we do have a prisoner and we don't want to leave her alone. She's very dangerous. He pauses a little. And as you're now kind of looking at him properly, you see a, 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 a relatively built uh, half-orc gentleman seems to have just the stereotypical uh, sword and board uh, setup going on. Uh, his partner next to him, a tiefling. Uh, they seem, again, a little well-built, typical sword and board, wearing the ensign colors. And he looks to them, and they look back to him. We pause, we kind of look at each other. And then you watch as they slowly raise a fist up and just, one, two, three. You watch the tiefling just, Right, fine. The half orc looks a little smug because he just. All right, you can step out. My friend here will watch your uh, prisoner. Make sure that they don't do anything rash. You're with Sinclair, so we trust you. He gives a little sly smile over to the tiefling who just <sighs> begins to wander over. She hops down and presents her weapons. Uh, they are taken from you uh, very carefully and are deposited in what seems to be this uh, slightly magical box. Um, it's relatively nice, relatively woven, but you notice a small flash as soon as the weapon goes in. Um, he just turns to you. Just a precaution, just to make sure nothing funny happens. That's not going to do anything weird with my staff, is it? This is from the branches of a goddess, you know. 
<laughs> oh, he's serious. So funny. Yeah, I'm not joking. Um, don't fuck it up, no. right? And he'll hand it. Just takes it. And then very swiftly just places it in the box and kind of... <clears throat> uh, and the rest of you? Test your weapons, right? You don't need my broom? <laughs> no. <laughs> Good. <laughs> She'll hand over her daggers and she'll just go, good, and you can see you're like possessively clutching her broom. Takes the daggers and just still actually just locking eyes with you as he just kind of places them to the side, trying to suss you out, but he's not quite he's not quite managing it. He just he just gets like the brightest smile from Valentine. Like she just So he uh, he throws a quick uh, a quick glance to Sinclair, who is just currently still on the front of the wagon, deadpan, and he just <laughs> right. <clears throat> okay, slowly but surely, um, as you all dismount one by one, <laughs> with your interesting array of weapons. <laughs> begins to slowly and carefully place them into this box. Aridin nervously gives up hers and Esther's. Uh, Dawan opens up her healing kit and pulls out a mace. <laughs> nice. The best sort of healing. Um, I feel like, because your box is like yay big, do you pull it out and like snap it open? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> it's just like, like the head of the mace, and I pull out, like, <laughs> it's a collapsible. The, the, and the part of the mace that like almost looks like it could be, it's like vaguely shaped like a, a like a jar. Yeah. And then you grab the, the cork and. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, it's, that's happening, right? Wow. This is the thing. It sounds really cool. <laughs> sure. I I'm don't sure. use my mace very often. So that's why it, that's why it folds. That's <laughs> why it's folded up. <laughs> it's I see. not easily accessible. A collapsible mace. A collapsible I see. Mace. I'm fine with this. Okay, Is it okay. one of those like uh, mechanical umbrellas? It has yes. the little button. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I don't know about button. The button is the cork. <laughs> one pops the cork, I call this one painkiller. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. Yes, yes. All right. So Jacaranda's, like, arm, the vines, like, unwrap, and then that's where, like, her mace is, and so she gives them that. And then the uh, she has like a crossbow on her back, so she gives that over too. Similar to Valentine, his eyes lock with you for a moment as he takes the mace away, <laughs> puts it down. Watching you this like unravel from your arm, he's just very kind of. <clears throat> Master Sinclair, can I have a word, please? <laughs> turns. And immediately, uh, immediately kind of wanders over to the side there as you hear the tiefling uh, 
inspecting the back of the wagon, you just hear, Good Lord, what did you do? I, 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 Dangerous. She's very dangerous. I mean, I know that. That's why I'm not touching her, but still. <clears throat> anyway, begins to step forward and pulls like a small uh, notepad. <clears throat> Reasons for crossing the border? Prisoner delivery? Queen owns a, owes us a boon? We were hired uh, to take wants care to of... Meet us? We were hired to take care of some uh, buggies down south coming up to report. We're Kruthic exterminators, and we have come to collect our fee. Begins furiously scribbling, looks towards uh, each of you. Uh, would you consider that your vocations as well? I'm just tagging along. I would definitely um, say I'm not a Kruthic exterminator full time. Basically a tree. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, for your I'm a purposes, witch. for your purposes, we're swords for hire. <clears throat> kind of nods again, a little confused, looking between all of you, goes ahead and writes it down. All right. Uh, it, You know what, never mind. He closes the book. <laughs> you watch as his, uh, <clears throat> uh, he actually has uh, quite soft horns, so they kind of move a little as uh, his kind of like ears and his uh, face moves around. Just, um, all right, very well. Uh, one moment. <clears throat> Just, begins to slowly uh, walk away to join uh, what you can all hear is now becoming a rather heated conversation between this other guard and Sinclair. Uh, or at least uh, the guard is heated, Sinclair being his usual stoic self. You have a few moments to look around this camp. You can see it is incredibly bare bones. Although... Their equipment is relatively top of the line. The soldiers most certainly are not. You recognize the same kind of greenhorn attitude that you've already heard, uh, or heard and seen, I should say, uh, from the military that you've met in the past. Again, these do not seem to be the highly trained individuals, even though you would think a border like this would have people who know what they were doing. The mess hall area seems relatively unkempt. Uh, you can imagine they probably don't see a whole lot of traffic, and if they do, they're probably not inspected that often. They most certainly were not expecting the captain of the guard uh, to arrive unannounced, and they seem very on edge and tense as you wait a moment. What does Amara know about the kingdom we're going to? Uh, Ansaya is one of the more influential kingdoms of Vega. Um, the area itself is relatively, uh, relatively well built. There's 
quite a few uh, highly built cities. Uh, it has a very high population, one of the highest populations on the planet. Um, it is not super uh, magically ingrained. There are, or there is, sorry, a Magicarnum presence here, but not a particularly massive one. Um, most Do certainly... Do have a lot of imports, exports type thing? Uh, yes. Uh, the section... Uh, there is a city to the north called Vassalon. Their main export is soldiers. Their more advanced military is some of the best military on the planet. And as such, they are usually sent to deal with problems that other kingdoms cannot spare the men to deal with. Just not the ones we're experiencing currently. Just not the ones you're experiencing currently. Um, mm. Which in itself is probably an indication that Ansaya is currently struggling on multiple fronts. The fact that they don't actually have enough highly trained individuals to be staffing their regular posts means that there is something going on. Um, although to what degree you are currently unsure. You would also know that Ansaya has a pretty good relation with everything, uh, with every other kingdom on its continent. Uh, and Sire and Endir have had their problems in the past, but right now they seem to have a relatively strong alliance. And yeah, uh, pretty much all of the surrounding areas, one way or another, are in some kind of either research agreement or trading agreement. Um, things have been relatively quiet for quite a few years now. Does my husband's family have interests? in Ansaya? Oh, most certainly. Uh, Ansaya is probably the most powerful of the four factions on this continent um, by quite a considerable margin. And as such, whatever alliances you can pull the strings of, the better you're going to end up faring. Okay. And Mara knows those strings to pull, I assume? You would know a few, probably not all of them. You know that there are individuals in Ansaya that can be relatively easily influenced. However, both Sinclair and Queen Elowen are incredibly powerful individuals. They are very much uh, individuals that cannot be swayed so easily. Yeah, but I'm just thinking if I need to make a run for it, is there somewhere I would know to run? Certainly, yes. There are small hideouts in the city of Scythia, here, there, and everywhere. Um, places that you could lie low if you required to. Okay. Or at least get word to my husband's family. Come mm. help. <laughs> help <-o. laughs> ah. <laughs> I need help -o. Uh Yes, certainly, certainly. Uh, yeah, so it takes a little moment as all this is going on. Sinclair suddenly breaks away from his conversation, not even dismissing them. He just walks away and approaches you and just... I am sorry for these morons. They... How you saying? Agoraphobic. They haven't gotten out much. 
You may pick up your weapons. I apologize so much for the delay. You watch as he kind of kicks the ground a little bit in frustration as he crosses his arms. And um, I hope they didn't pester you for too much information. No, they're all right. Not particularly. But I'm going to have some questions for you. But like you said, let's get back on the road. <laughs> as you settle this, uh, he kind of stares at Valentine for a moment, just... All right is better than what I would call them. Let's get moving. Kind of frustratedly uh, picks up his own weapon, which was uh, also deposited into the box during all of this debacle. Remounts. You can go ahead and uh, get on your way. I'm going to ride up front with Sinclair. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to poke him for information. Alrighty. You go ahead, collect your things, and continue on north. What would you like to talk to Sinclair about? Why is this border so unprotected? Things have been interesting as of late. I'm not really at liberty to say too much, especially considering military secrets and movements, as you can imagine. Are you experiencing other infestations? Not other infestations. And he kind of looks towards the the back of the wagon and kind of addresses, begins to address all of you. More disappearances. People, towns, villages, gone, missing, empty. All around, well, all around Vega. It's stretched us very thin, especially considering that everywhere has mobilized what forces they can in order to protect their towns and villages directly. This is incredibly odd. Witness the disappearances. Were there any, anyone left behind to recount what happened? Nothing. Have you had ships go missing as well? I'm awaiting a full report, but it seems like a few of our non-military ships have gone missing. Passenger cruisers, cargo ships, and the like. When you've gotten reports about uh, these disappearances, is there anything that is a similarity between the different uh, events? Anything like uh, black powder being left behind? I... I assume, judging by our previous conversations, that you'll know what happened in Yilton. Our reports feared as much. I assume the same happened there as happened to us. 
entire place is gone, left with nothing but a black soot in their place. Aridin and I have seen it firsthand. When we met, we were on an airship and people just started blinking out of existence, leaving nothing but a pile of the black ash. It's quite frightening, actually. He turns back to address the rest of the party and he just says, and you're sure these are the people you wanted to go ahead and tag along with? It seems as though you seem to be carrying trouble with them. Uh, wrong place at the wrong time, that's all I think. Agreed. Looks out so why are you sending armies out? I, I don't understand. If people are disappearing, it doesn't sound like an army is going to be able to stop that from happening. We are using the military to patrol both the skies and the land around the towns that have not been affected. It seems to have slowed the rate, at the very least. We haven't had anything in Ansaya, at least, for a while. It seems like if the population is too small, well, whatever it is, doesn't happen. Our small scouting camps and such, they have not been affected. And your wizards and scholars have no clues? Not as of yet. And the Magicanum are being stingy with their uh, information, as always. You heard anything about a group called um, The Nest, by chance? The Nest? Everyone knows The Nest. An imaginary group of criminals. It is nothing but a nothing but an old tale. People going ahead and crediting themselves as the Ness, when in reality they are nothing more than a band of brigands. I don't know if I'd be so sure about that. That might be what they want you to think. Possibly. Possibly. And uh, pretty much everyone here, uh, you would recognize the nest as essentially an old, uh, an old kind of urban legend, as it were, of a vast network of thieves, criminals, and other such individuals that seem to have connections across the entirety of Vega. It is said that where there is a city, there is the nest, but no one has ever managed to actually concretely confirm of the nest's existence, or at the very least, perhaps not live to tell the tale. Uh, pretty much uh, all of you would know this. Uh, Jacaranda. You know this to be 100% true. <laughs> During your travels. You have picked up on bits and pieces in the areas that you've stayed at 
that have definitely confirmed the existence of this vast underbelly of the world, essentially. You probably don't know any particular details, but you've heard whispers through the leaves, as it were. I like to think she was going to look for a nest. <laughs> and came but then have you seen a nest, just a nest, and then found some information? I wanted to wear it as a hat. You usually it's find very it good underground for some reason. <laughs> underground nest. Uh, DM question, because it's been a while. Did we meet a... Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And, uh, the crow? Mm -hmm. The crow. There was another one. Um, uh, Which one was the crow? Uh, the crow was, oh, was an informant. Yes. Was he Bo, had his... And then Bo was actually Malathuk. Yeah, for those of you who did not catch uh, that episode, um, or for our new friends here as well, uh, the nest is ran, quote unquote, by a mysterious figure known simply as A. Uh, our party members relatively recently found out that this A calls himself the Albatross. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. She's an interesting individual, uh, <clears throat> incredibly flamboyant, um, completely gender fluid, just doesn't really mind what they're called, uh, as long as you are there with some respect. You didn't learn too much about them, only that uh, he has some semblance of magic and connection to one of your previous party members. But other than that, you did not find out uh, too much about her. Can I just say that Albatross is like the least intimidating, evil person, shady underground person, name, code name, to date? They're called the Albatross because one, they are flamboyant, and two, they are the one with the largest wingspan. They are the one that is able to reach further than any other bird. Yeah, but now mm. I just picture like the seagulls in Finding Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> my, 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 That's my, fair. My, you my, can my. do that if you'd like. Albatross <laughs> um, are huge, though. They are huge. <laughs> Valentine, have you heard in your travels of just places disappearing? Not where I've been, but then I I heard about a place disappearing after I had visited it, but I never went back to investigate. And I don't know too much about these nests. I've seen a bunch of different kinds of nests, but I don't know if I know about this nest. Um, I mean, I've heard rumors about some kinds of nests. I'm not sure. You just get a stream of consciousness from Valentine, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> They're a nasty sort. They were on the ship that Orin and I were on, and they were there when the disappearances were happening. Didn't one of them call out to you, Orin? 
Yeah, the, um, what, the ship manager, he hired me originally. That's how I got passage on the ship. Um, is I didn't have much money to my name, so I, I worked in order to get to Zenry. Um, I met him the once when he hired me, and then creepy bastard called me out, said, I'll see you later. Um, freaked me out, and then, and then he disappeared, just like everybody else was. But why would the nest want to disappear people? I don't think they're responsible for this. Might not be necessarily responsible, but they might be working with who is, if something good is in it for them. So what would be the reasoning to steal a bunch of people? You need workers for something. You need to feed something. I, I mean, I doubt they're just dead, dead because there's people. no reason to I mean, them. if they needed just the space, maybe. The man Jacanum was experimenting on Kruthik. I don't think they're necessary. There's probably some factions that aren't above experimenting on people. But the Magicanum is sneaky. There wouldn't be just disappearing bunches of people and make it noticeable. They like to do stuff on the shady, in the shadows. It might be easy to blame some kind of vast criminal underbelly as a scapegoat when uh, you're is... really doing the disappearing. If it is someone else i it could still be something magical experimentation wise or it is i don't know i think if the magic carnum wanted to take everyone out they could just do it they're that powerful whether we like it or not if it was just a segment of the magic carnum maybe they wouldn't be as powerful not the whole magic carnum doing it the shadier ones are the most powerful ones. I just... We have... The Magicanum, the Luna Cerritos, and the Kruthik. And then we have the Nest and these people disappearing. Don't forget the worms. Our hands are full. Unless it's all just one thing. You get a slight chuckle out of Sinclair. Sounds like you have a lot of leads. Far more than I have. Does Mara know any stories <clears throat> about any time in history where people have just disappeared? Uh, go ahead and roll a history check for me. I would also like natural 20. Oh yeah. 25. Woot, woot. And this is why I don't need to use those advantages. <laughs> uh, I would also like Valentine to roll a d20 and a d4, please. Ooh, okay. 
d20 is a six. The d4 is a three. A six and three. Okay. Cool, cool. I don't like it when Ray asks us to roll. I'm nervous. Aha! Uh, that's okay. Uh, so a six and a three. So nine. That's cool. Gonna hold on to that for a little while. Um, natural 20 on the history jack. So for uh, the history jack, there are instances of places being attacked, occasionally eradicated, um, people disappearing, individuals disappearing. Uh, anything on this scale? No. Or at the very least, if it has disappeared, it's been because of a battle or a particular situation. Nothing like this has ever appeared in history. This so is... no Krokotoa type thing that can <laughs> come back and... Okay. No, whatever this is, it's brand new. I hate it. <laughs> There is a slight mumble and murmur and groaning as you begin to travel past this uh, border, now fully into the kingdom of Ansaya. Probably day two of your travel as a very groggy, very injured Esther regains consciousness slowly now fully bound and gagged in order to stop any particular casts esther's eyes just dart around the place i sit in front of her and i have my hands up we're not going to hurt you She probably needs water. I'll grab my water skin and I'll go to pull the gag out and I'll just say, nothing funny, okay? Her eyes narrow slightly. Pull it out and I offer the water to her. Her eyes narrow a little more. She... I take a sip first and offer it back. She will hesitantly and reluctantly take some water from the skin. I still narrowed on you, specifically. I'm gonna make that face the entire way. She says nothing. Fine then. Fine. As you travel onwards a little with uh, Esther now conscious. You get a... So I must ask, 
from Sinclair. Why do you all wish for a boon? Are you natives of Ansaya? Or do you come from elsewhere? We come from all over. What was that town that I that I'm from? <laughs> I'm from that town. Keen. Keen, right? Keen Valley. Yeah, your question marks. <laughs> I'm from blank. <laughs> I'm from fill an answer here. Looks at hand. I'm <laughs> from. Uh, I'm gonna say born and raised. <laughs> Damn it. I've come quite a way. I'm from Loth and Kala. Jack, aren't you from there as well? Mm-hmm. Same. I'm not sure where I'm from. It, is Esther's mouth covered? Now? Did you cover her mouth back? Uh, I'll say yes. Yeah, probably safer <laughs> in case she bites us. There are a lot of spells that only vocal components are necessary. So, um, Mara would say, We heard your monarch is very magnanimous, who would not want a boon from her. That is an interesting form of flattery. Valentine perks up and just says, I've never met a monarch before, so I just want to meet a monarch. And I think that'd be cool. I'm not from here. I'm from a very small coastal village. Very far away. AKA, Leona doesn't actually know where a character's from, but it's somewhere small. <laughs> I just don't find much points in gold when all the things I need are in the forest. Honestly, and as you said, see. danger seems to follow this group, so having boons on standby can only help. Boons on standby. That is an interesting turn of phrase. You seem to be quite an interesting group. As I say, her Highness would be interested to meet you. She has quite a knack for investigating curious individuals. As we passed the border, we didn't feel anything, right? No. Uh, eventually, the humidity begins to fade away as you uh, begin to exit from this strange, magical forest desert that was going on. Um, and continue your travel to the north. Uh, there is another small encampment as you continue. This one does not stop you. This one seems to be far more organized. Uh, this area seems to be incredibly heavily guarded. Uh, you immediately would see probably about 40 heavily uh, armored individuals 
all uh, scattered around various different points, both inside and outside this fortification. You are allowed to travel straight around, not through it this time, but around. This seems to be a more uh, a more rigid and solidly built fort, as Sinclair kind of pipes up and just... We are uh, just passing by ends meet here. Should only be a few days from here until we get to Ansara. Are there any pieces of information you require from me before we continue on? You like sea shanties? <laughs> yes, and. Yes, and. <laughs> yes, and. <laughs> The question kind of throws him off guard. You watch <laughs> you watch as his demeanor changes a little and just see, perhaps not. I'm more of a land person, but I have been known to partake in some antics when there is enough liquor on the table. Oh, well, we'll save that for this evening whenever we camp. I was just thinking of some music to entertain us along the route. Kind of sea shanties, land shanties, all kinds of shanties. Jacaranda just like makes her branches like sway a little bit <laughs> to add like white noise. <laughs> I was is the I was extent Jack. of what I can do. Aww. <laughs> uh, Dawn says quietly as if to herself, are there air shanties? Yes. <laughs> Airships, so there's air shanties. That's how it works. <laughs> this is fair. I will certainly not say no to some entertainment as we continue our journey. Excellent. Who knows how to play an instrument? I know how to sing. I just don't know how to play instruments. Everyone suddenly looks All at them. Eyes. <laughs> 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 All eyes. All eyes for Navara. <laughs> yeah. Right, yes, we have a bard. Yes, of course. Of course. Wait, the it's the swamp shanties you have to watch out for, Dewan. They can get dirty. Those are my kind of shanties, says Mara. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mara, are you still up front? Mm-hmm. Okay. As, uh, as Valentine says this, Sinclair just sighs for a moment and says, uh, if you want to just go ahead and continue along the path, I will uh, tell you when to turn if you would like to take the reins. Sure. Mara has no idea what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have vehicles. <laughs> we'll try anything Wagons was never a part of the bard training. <laughs> right? Make it till you make it. And... Bards know a little bit about everything. <laughs> He will reach into the uh, one small uh, haversack he has on the side of his uh, armor, and he'll go ahead and produce a small silver harmonica. <gasps> Valentine is delighted. <laughs> this is this is the mo this is the best day ever for Valentine. This is so exciting. <laughs> She's like, yes, at last we can sing songs, we can have entertainment, we'll have we'll make the journey go that much faster. <laughs> He 
There's a small laugh that escapes his lips as he just looks towards you and just... <sighs> An odd group indeed. Look, I'm a wanderer. I wander a lot. And you need songs to get you from place to place. It helps. You like learning new ones along the way, too. Match the whole bunch. I will not disagree with you. It, uh... All I can hear in my head is a snap and a crack and away it goes. Sims <laughs> Yeah, and while Mara is driving, when he starts playing, she like starts snapping the reins to accompany him because you know, percussion's her main yes. thing. So. Yes. Oh no, the horses are like. <laughs> <laughs> He'll slowly begin to play this uh, this <laughs> this uh, tune as so the the road suddenly gets a little bit bumpier. Or suddenly you just. <laughs> I was gonna say Orin is on top of the wagon, like, oh, no. like dancing, but if we're gonna start, like, really <laughs> going. <laughs> oh, you can definitely awesome, move. <laughs> a, uh, a mixture of songs are played along this time as Sinclair will go ahead and kind of produce some of the more common uh, songs and shanties that are found uh, in the area. Valentine, you can go ahead and sing yourself along. Um, actually, Valentine, make a performance check for me. I will oh, say with okay. advantage because of Mara and Oren's. Hooray! And Jacarandas as well. Awesome. An Aridin hum harmony. <laughs> yes! Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing to help. I'm just dancing. <laughs> That's great. I love Probably it. poorly. I'm <laughs> harmonizing. That is a 16. You're That's adding enthusiasm. 16. Uh, I would like the entire party to take a D6 inspiration. <gasps> As you go ahead and sing the next couple of days away. You can go ahead and pretty much power through the rest of the journey, uh, singing songs, <laughs> relaxing, regaling tales. Uh, if there are any other conversations you would like to have on the way, now is your time before you reach Scythia. Yeah, we have to like feed Esther, so we'd harass her while we're <laughs> I mean, ask her questions. At some point, <laughs> While Sinclair is driving the cart, you feel like sharp nails on his thigh and pestles there. Just appeared one day. <laughs> I kind of think, is Ashtalora like sitting by Esther? Like how much of a traitor is she? <laughs> uh, she's in between you and her. Okay, all right, thank you. That's the preferred answer. <laughs> you, betray. you try to uncharm the cat. She's not charmed. At, <laughs> at some um, point, um, Jack Randall will want to talk to Orin and find out if he's ever had like visions or anything from uh, the sisters. Well, what do you mean by like, visions? Like, have have you seen anything, or or have they spoken to you? I'm just. I'm curious um, how it all works because I personally, I think of the the sons as 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 sons as you know there there they are 
They were just there. Um, but it sounds different. What you're, what you, how you experience it. Um, so I'm just curious how, how you've come to know the sisters. Well, when I was in training at the monastery, um, we were always taught to go and and meditate under uh, Saya's, you know, under Saya's branches. And if you listen very carefully, you can almost hear her singing. And it's a beautiful song. It was a sad song. The myth was that she and her sisters, uh, her sister Kailara, were frozen because their youngest sister, Sisby, was taken to the fire plane. Uh, we learned that that necessarily wasn't entirely true. Um, it seems that the heroes of the stories I was told may not be all that heroic. Perhaps even a little villainous. So I'm not sure what to believe anymore. Um, we've met the sisters. I was just in awe when we spoke to them. It was... It was an insane experience. I, I never thought... I never thought that we would find Kylera. I never thought that, that she would be a volcano. I never thought I'd travel to the fire plane to rescue Sisby, but... Boy... By the hells. <laughs> you... you did all of that? Well... Me and Aradin and... Anishtin... And Jotra, Soup... Athanos... Oh, wow. Much to think about. I think, as far as visions... You didn't... I get dreams. Oh, I do too. And... I feel like sometimes when I awake from the dreams... Sometimes, even when I'm just meditating... You awake and... I feel like there's something deep within you, like you find a new truth inside of you. Whether it has actually existed or it's just me mind slowly unraveling, I'm not sure. Well, either way, what we think is real and it's true so I hope it's good, what you think about. Me too. I hope that the sisters got a bad rap. I'd like to think that they didn't willingly succumb to the core snake, but... If they the, did... A snake? Yeah! Oh, wow. There's so much I don't know about this. This is really interesting. You know, I hear stuff, too, sometimes. Well, a lot of times. But I don't know if it's me or something else. So 
I just listen. I just listen to it and then I make my own decisions based on not necessarily what they say, but what I think is the best interpretation of what they say. But who's they? I don't really know. They just talk a lot. Hmm. Well, you're a cleric, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Do you have a god, a, a patron? Oh, it's just the sons. Just, it's just the sun that gives life. See, I feel like, I feel like the sisters were trying to go the direction that you've gone in, but somehow got lost. Mm. They were drawing power from each of the sons, and perhaps something happened where they had to make a deal with the devil, as they say. Hmm. And you just made a bad choice. That's what I hope yeah. for anyway. Well, I hope that all gets figured out. I think it will. There's enough sons for the both of us if it doesn't. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Valentine. As, <laughs> as all of this is going on, you get an interesting feeling come over you. You feel a sudden sense of I guess <clears throat> something drawing you towards something. It's murky. It's difficult to tell. You feel like something is trying to pull at you, trying to guide you, but to what degree you're unsure. Hmm. It's a little strange, it's very weak, but you just get that slight feeling of just something more, a different presence around you, just for a moment, and swiftly then begins to fade. You see kind of Valentine like look around very curiously and she kind of goes, hmm. Okay. Everything all right, Valentine? Well, I, I think everything's fine. I just, um, I don't know. That was, that was kind of strange. I've, I've never, hmm. You're, you're a cleric. Do, do, do your deities ever call to you? If the wind blowing through the through the trees is as much of a call, or I mean, sunshine warming your skin, that's fair. That's that's reasonable. I suppose I could I can relate to that. 
I don't know. It was it was very weird. I felt like something was calling me. Just for a second. Did you feel like a voice was calling you or a presence? I think it was a presence. I, I was just I'm being it was like I was being pulled in a direction. It's like I need to go there. I don't know where there is. Have you tried spinning in a circle? Mm, no. I like a and she'll like stick an arm out as if she's like a human a ginormous leon and compass and she will start turning in a circle. <laughs> it's a divine divining rod. <laughs> Have you tried reading your cards? Not not yet. I could do that too. Does does turning get me anywhere or do I just turn in one big circle? <laughs> Turn in a big old circle. <laughs> well, okay. Let's 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 go back to the old standby then, shall we? And she's, she pulls oh, out her card. While she she's doing this, uh, at some point in the journey, Mara, when everyone else is occupied, Mara would go up to Esther and she would whisper in her ear, "Your sister is no more. If you cause the death of the one that stands in her place, I will end you." And there is no response, for the eyes certainly do narrow. <laughs> Don't make Mara mad. <laughs> <laughs> what did you pull, Valentine? Nine of Swords. Nine of Swords. Oh. Oh, yeah. that's a nasty card. That's a nasty card. That's that's a that's a she's she's a very sad human being on this card, next to a ghostly bed. It's kind of like um, no reprieve, being attacked from all sides, or you've thought yourself into a mm -hmm. hole. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ten of Swords is rock bottom. Nine of Swords is approaching rock bottom. <laughs> yeah, she'll kind of look and then she'll go. Maybe if we, maybe, maybe, maybe we won't listen to the voice inside my head just yet. Um, I was gonna say if Mara, is Mara still at the front of the cart? On and off. This is like, for like day two, three, whatever. Cause Aaron would just come and like sit next to you. Cool. Yeah. She would say, so. This is a lot. Do you regret it? No. You can't say you're bored. So true. So, so true. And I'm very intrigued. Disappearing people is a thing. That's, that's a thing. There's just, I feel like in the short amount of time that this all started, there's just, there's so many threads that I'm not sure how they connect yet. You don't think the thing that Orn is carrying is causing the disappearing? I don't know where that was in the timeline of disappearing people, you found this thing. Um, before, I would think. I don't know how... I think Orn's had it for a while, 
but I know Jotra was trying to figure out what it does. Um, didn't get very far with that. I mean, didn't he kind of disappear? When he mm, was not related. Using... No, okay. no. Uh we actually got in a fight with um other Luna Cerritas sort of activated a don't take me alive sort of thing. It was gonna cause some there was just like this energy vacuum almost and Jotra went to stop it. Well, hopefully it's not with the Kruthic and the Kruthic worm. We really need to come up with a name for that. Katherm. <laughs> Wormic. Worm oh god. Worm thick. Worm thick. No. Worm no. No. It's like dummy no. thick. <laughs> but wormy. Worm thick. Worm no. I hate it. I hate it. No. No. Mm-mm. Vetoed. Jesse, you're grounded. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm still gonna I was right there Why do y'all do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that gave us a hybrid worm cruthic. Come on. Yeah, you did it to yourself, honestly. Yeah, if you don't want us to do this, you need to come up with a name for it. <laughs> I'm partial to crurb. Crurb. Okay. But yes, I hope he did not end up wherever <laughs> they were sent. Me too. I've tried sending in messages, but haven't gotten anything in return. So I just hope he's okay. Is it bad that I feel bad for your sister? No. I mean, she I lost her sister, and these not very nice people <laughs> are brainwashing her. I've had dreams of before, and the training that we went through. It's brutal. It's you are trained, at least from what I saw, to not feel anything. They want you to be, they want you to follow orders without question. Well, she's awful at it. She feels, she definitely feels. I hope she has a change of heart. I didn't say they were good feelings. <laughs> I know. I, I I don't know what's gonna break their hold on her. 
I don't know either. I was sort of hoping that being away from them and seeing something else would at least start to show that there's another way, that it doesn't have to be what the Lunas Cerritas have taught her. But I don't know. We just have too much other things to deal with. We're going to have to leave her with the queen. Hopefully we can convince her not to permanently harm her. I don't want anything bad to happen to her. Yeah, I can understand that. But if the shoe was on the other foot, I don't think she'd feel the same. Probably not. I feel like sometimes people just need someone to believe in them. Sometimes it's enough, sometimes it's not. That's up to them. But I think everyone deserves that chance. Is your bond to Astralora broken? No. Well, that's a positive. Why? I mean, yes, that's good, but did you think it was broken? Well, usually she's on your shoulder and around you, and she hasn't been for the last few days. So I was afraid maybe. She's my familiar, but I think she's been mine for a while. Before I lost my memories and all that. So I think she remembers Esther. I don't know. Do you think Esther has a familiar? As Mara starts looking around, it's like, great. <laughs> Is there some mystical familiar stalking us? <laughs> and as you look behind you, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> a giant spider. What? A werebear. Why is it all these bugs? I swear to God. <laughs> no familiars. No familiars. Um, yeah, she seems pissed, but that's about it. <laughs> She's just lying there, that's angry. Fair. Yeah, staring daggers at all of you as Ash um, Laura is kind of awkwardly nestled between both you and her. Are all of these conversations happening simultaneously or just kind of over the few days so like we could hear the other conversations that are going on as well? Yeah, it would be over a few days, so... You would probably be I hearing like, everything being said here. Okay. So when Aridan mentions that Ashtalora has been her familiar for a while, 
um, Jacaranda wants to mention. Um, well, it seems that at least you have something in your life that accepts you. It accepted you then and it accepts you now that you've become someone different. Someone from before that's still with you and obviously cares for you. Somehow that thought hadn't really occurred to me. <laughs> Besides, Ashlar is a great judge of people. Glares at my cat. <laughs> <laughs> Or at least sitting at Esther's feet like a traitor. She is most of the time. Yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. Tell me about this black powder. Um, we did. Hang on, it's been a while. I know we tried like either identify or oh no, it no, was identify. It and tastes it was... fucking awful. Does that? But we what if it was people? You just ate it. I don't know why it did it. It was a mistake. We told him that afterwards. Um, no, we did um, an identify spell on it. It was just magic residue. It wasn't... It was the after effect of a spell. So, it's definitely a powerful spell. Mm -hmm. That can just make people just disappear. Great. We have it in a vial somewhere, don't we? You did take Actually, a yeah. uh, small sample, but you did leave it with blink. Mm. No, did we really? Why did we leave it with blink? God. Because blink was the person who you thought would be able to figure out uh, what it is on a material level. And then left it with us. <laughs> yeah, because Blink is much smarter than us, so he's the real answer there. <clears throat> oh, no. Did we get, when we cast, I think it was Identify. I said it was Identify, but I can't really actually remember. Did we get, like, could we get a school of magic off it? Um... I don't remember. It was a while ago. It would be... Give me a hot second. Did it? Uh, it would be Conjuration. But it would not be pure Conjuration. It would have felt... tainted. Not purely oh, on the 
So in my I'll notes, take love is <laughs> running through my head. In my notes, I'm putting black powder. Conjuration to the left. <laughs> Not quite conjuration. Okay. Um. Yeah, it was magical residue, and it was a conjuration spell with something else that couldn't quite be placed. That's about all we know, really. Okay, so I'm not too familiar with uh, the different types of magic, because songs are, are how I do my magic. So conjuration is that, like, you're bringing something into existence? Yes. So basically calling to something? Conjuring it. Um, but it was also mixed with something else. And wizards don't tend to mix spells. That's more of a sorcery type thing. We can learn different schools of magic. It's that the spell itself wasn't just one type. It, it was... how to explain it. it it was a crafted spell can wizards work together in a way that their magic would like feel like each other's like cause the kind of twisting that you felt um I mean, probably, my guess would be that the spell was created through study and experimentation before getting to where it's at. So your sister but seems really powerful. Yes, oh, she's just turning, around. This is just turning into an interrogation. <laughs> so... Uh, I'm guessing you were with Baluna Cerritos for a long, long time then. I mean, she doesn't seem that old, right? She, Esther doesn't seem that old. No, Esther is... Looks to be about the same age as Aradinus. Which so like exactly the same age? You're you just as powerful. <laughs> hmm? So likely if you could remember you would be just as powerful. Maybe. I don't know. But likely you would be just as much of a bitch as she glares at <laughs> Esther. <laughs> I don't know. Probably cold. But she's not good at being cold. That is red hot anger right there. 
If they tried to take her emotions, they did not do a good job at it at all. I mean, her emotions tends towards the the anger side of things. They may have taken love from her, but love's just the other side of hate. So oh, there's the trauma. <laughs> lot of emotion there. Dawan pipes up. Don't forget, she was crying. That's the trauma, baby. <laughs> I think it's probably about now that you get a tap uh, against the wood from Sinclair as coming up a short incline upon the horizon, you now see a large mass of structures. The entire city you see before you is incredibly well fortified. Large uh, ivory stone walls encompass the entire area with a secondary tier inside multiple towers in the innermost section along with what appears to be some kind of uh incredibly finely decorated uh palace slash castle of sorts the entire area is spattered with sections of pink and yellow and green as these large trellises have begun to grow all the way up the walls as you begin to approach, these trellises dwarf all of you as they stretch up across the entirety of these fortifications. You see before you the capital city of Ansaya. You see Scythia in all of its radiant glory. As you're coming over, uh, it's probably turning kind of dusky at this point you watch as one by one these small uh points of red blue silver and gold begin to spatter like a paintbrush just flicked onto a canvas of all of these lights that begin covering the city illuminating both the ground and the area around it Scythia becomes a beacon in the night, drawing those weary travelers in for, hopefully, a comfortable rest. As this comes over the horizon, you hear a different kind of sigh come from Sinclair. You hear a, a more comfortable, more familiar and whimsical sigh. It's just, ah. There it is. What an absolute beauty. Still gets me, even to this day. Better grab your gear. It's only going to be a few more minutes before we get ourselves into the city. I will... I will talk to one of the gate guards about our friend here and see what I can get going get done. I've been away for a while. We need to catch up. Onwards. He nods towards all of you as the wagon carries on forwards. The 
city itself is massive, covers an, in, uh, an incredible amount of ground. Uh, <laughs> you definitely realize you're probably going to need to pick up a map at some point as these large collections of buildings uh, are just scattered as you reach the uh, gate itself. The area is tight and compact and you can see that the buildings are incredibly mishmashed considering how beautiful the outside is. You see a collection of beautifully crafted buildings, all made in completely different styles. Uh, you see different uh, heritages and different uh, design philosophies all being melded together into this wonderful cacophony of art and color. <clears throat> As the gates open, and allow you passage. Having seen Sinclair on the front, he immediately jumps down, uh, going underneath the portcullis as it begins to rise. The area, even though it is uh, almost nighttime, it is bustling with individuals all going about their day to day. And you see a wide mixture of different uh, individuals, ages, heritages, etc. You find yourself uh, <laughs> brought just a little while forwards before Sinclair turns towards you. All right, um, we will have to go ahead and give the wagon back, uh, if you please. Let me just uh, go and have a conversation with one of the guardsmen here. He nods towards you as he begins to step away. You find yourself surrounded by all of these different colors that are emanating from the buildings around you. The area seems, perhaps to some of you, comforting to others, perhaps overwhelming with the amount of individuals here. There is a brief pause as you all step out before Sinclair reapproaches you. A little... Uh, his face is a little scrunched. There has been a change of plan. Oh. You have an invitation. What kind of invitation? He kind of looks towards you all and begins to uh, eye across kind of yourselves and your gear and tuts and just, um, no, no, this will not do, this will not do. You will have to come with me, uh, immediately. Do we get to know what we're invited to? He rolls his eyes as he turns back towards you. Her Highness is currently holding a party to improve morale of the, both the city and the surrounding regions. You have an invitation. Well, lead on. 
Wait, but a party full of people and talking? Of all, yes. How exciting! And dancing? Husky, you do not have to do any of those things if you don't want to. Um, you could stand somewhere. There might be animals or plants or food, probably. Plants and food and animals are all good. I will say, though, however, that um, you're going to need different outfits, so please follow me. Looking down at the same outfit. Party montage! <laughs> Shopping <laughs> montage! Shopping montage! Shopping montage! I can't wait to hear describe what they look like for science. We all come out in horrible costumes and then try on other ones. <laughs> you are all brought uh, down. Speak for yourself. Mara comes out looking spectacular. <laughs> I feel like the first thing Aridin tries on gets caught on her horns. It's just like trying to untangle herself. Dawn puts on, like, a cat Kigurumi. <laughs> and then Mara's like, okay, change. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine she's, like, dressing them all. She's like, no, no, no. Oh, this will work. <laughs> Good. Aridin's gonna need all the help she can get. Aridin doesn't know anything. <laughs> Mara has noble background. Um, Jack Miranda <laughs> doesn't normally wear clothes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's gonna draw for Jacaranda. Okay. I need Her first piece of clothing was that robe that to look like this. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked the idea of like the the I don't remember like how it was tied. You had like some sort of like top, but it was just like tied. Yeah, it's like rope, um like a mesh like tree of life like tied of hemp rope, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't necessarily call it clo clothing, because since it's no, not... It... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe? I it's mean, like for a plant person, mesh. it's probably fine. Yeah. Otherwise, it could be pretty risque. <laughs> Listen, crochet Whoa. bikinis and mesh shirts, mesh shirts are, are clothing, so oh, absolutely. It's like wide mesh. It's not like tight mesh. <laughs> Wide mesh fishnet stockings <laughs> exist, so. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. Don't worry about it, it's, it's fine. The queen might raise some eyebrows to start out with, but. Scandalous. <laughs> I feel like so every outfit gosh. that Oren puts on, like he's not wearing shoes at all. <laughs> like every Good. single time. And Mara's, Mara's just like, no. You have to wear shoes. So he comes out finally, and he's like walking very stiffly, and it's like Agador in the Birdcage, where he's yeah. just like, I can't wear shoes. Where you're more like sliding the yeah. feet rather than stepping. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. I love it. I love that for you. <laughs> so <clears throat> you are swiftly led by Sinclair. Uh, down a leftmost path, and it's probably a solid, like, 20-minute walk. 
as you're heading through the streets. Uh, <clears throat> the streets of Scythia, as I say, this city is huge. Uh, <clears throat> you barely even scratch the surface of the area before you are uh, turned into a relatively small alleyway. You see uh, sticking out like a sore thumb a purple, pink, and green colored building, which is marked uh, Delilah's Delights. And Sinclair begins taking you forwards and essentially beckons towards the store and just says, um, we will be going ahead and heading in here. Delilah has been working on some of the Queen's outfits herself. As he uh, opens up the door for you all to step inside. Takes but a moment before your eyes are assaulted by the brightest purples uh, you have ever seen. Uh, this area is incredibly uh, harshly colored. Purples and pinks and greens all spread across this room. None of the colors really fitting with each other in a palette. It's very stark and uh, <laughs> uh, definitely kind of just deliberately uh, strewn around. You see a uh, rather large uh, dragonborn lady in this beautiful uh, red silk uh, robe slash dress. Uh, it's more of a kind of a casual dress. Uh, currently sewing this beautiful uh, silvery garb. And as she steps, uh, as you all step inside, she looks up. Just look. I told you we closed a couple of hours ago. Oh, Sinclair, honey, you didn't tell me you were arriving today. You watch as Sinclair stiffens up a little bit and just um. Yes, hello, 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 Delilah. We have friends here. They require new outfits. This will be going on the castle's tab. He awkwardly shuffles in place as his eyes kind of dart around the room a little bit uncomfortably. Delilah, still a needle in hand, uh, lifted up a little bit. Ah, wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Her eyes turn now to meet you all and just, and look at these marvelous canvases you've given me. Oh my lord, you're all gorgeous. Oh, where are my manners? Um, uh, she puts the needle down and quite literally vaults over the front counter and as she lands, brushes herself off a little bit, just, <clears throat> apologies, sticks a hand out. Delilah, at your service. The surname's not important. Aaron and Dawan standing in the back, just like, so <laughs> Dawan's like, downy fuzz is standing right on end. She's just like, oh. Mara walks up and it's like, Delilah. I have to tell you something. 
I am a hugger. Are you a hugger? <laughs> Pauses for a moment and I suppose in this dress it's okay. And comes forwards and gives you a hug. She it's 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 a pretty solid hug. She goes ahead and lets go. She looks towards you all. So um Ah, one moment. Uh, Sinclair, honey, is this for uh, our particular event tonight? Sinclair kind of awkwardly grosses teeth and nods. Ah, wonderful. Well, I have just the thing. Here, and she'll take a couple of steps to the right, where you see a beautiful uh, mahogany wardrobe sits about three foot tall and probably a solid two foot wide. It's a rather large uh, wardrobe, very tall. Uh, she gestures towards it a little flamboyantly. This is my piece de resistance, my wardrobe of wearable wonders. Go ahead, step inside. See what you can find. It's going to Mara be Mara is there. Wonderful. <laughs> Valentine is right behind her. Mara and Valentine swooped, <laughs> bolted over. Yeah, Amanda's a little bit nervous. Um, <laughs> is this made for, um, like, sh am I, will I be okay? Is this like a person thing or? Perfectly fine. Okay. Don't you worry about it. I feel like Aridan looks at Orin and is like, is there something wrong with how we're dressed? <laughs> I've worn the same geef, well, at least variations of the same geef for the last 15 years. So this is weird. Are we oh, but I assure you, darlings, that it looks, um, Fine. It's just that um, this particular situation requires a more delicate touch, more pristine touch. Oh, yeah, this is going to be weird. I'm just very used to wearing me on clothes. Do you want us all to go into the wardrobe at once, or should we take turns? Oh, no, you can all fit in. Don't you worry. Oh, okay. um, make sure to grab masks. It is a masquerade ball, after all. Ooh. I've just realized the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. The lion, the witch, in the wardrobe. The lion, witch, in the wardrobe. In the wardrobe, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. I love it. <laughs> I'm a little too proud of that. <laughs> So, oh, is everyone stepping inside? Um, yes. Mm -hmm. okay. I have no reason not to. As you step inside, you find yourselves in a sparkly space. <laughs> that was just, not a yes. I'm just like, everyone's filing into this wardrobe, and Don's just like, I'm uncomfortable. I imagine, like, <laughs> like looking towards the back of it, like kind of how like cats will like inspect around the yeah. thing <laughs> she's before just like, they go into it. 
So you all take a step up uh, into the wardrobe. You notice the back panel just completely disappear. You find yourself stepping into an infinite, uh, sparkling plane of baby pink. You step inside and your footsteps seem to echo around this infinitely expanding space. And if any of you have seen The Matrix, this is probably going to be the best way to compare it, as in the Matrix, there is a sudden noise as an infinite row of weaponry kind of spawns in around them and just carries on and on and on. Exactly the same, but with clothes. Oh my. Racks upon racks upon racks of dresses, shirts, trousers, <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All I hear right now is Rack Rack City. Damn it. I need to watch my word choices around y'all, clearly. Can't no. be trusted. <laughs> Bold yeah. of you to assume that there's like word choices you could make where like a pun <laughs> or a song will not come up though. True, true. First mistake. True. As this uh, slightly magical sound continues, uh, yeah, shirts, dresses, vests, trousers, shoes, masks, hats, just rows upon rows upon rows of so many variations of outfits. You can go ahead and dig around and find what you would like to wear. And I think that's an interesting time for y'all to go ahead and uh, show me your homework and to let the people know what y'all's uh, formal dress is that you've picked out. Uh, gonna start with the first person I have. So uh, Mara, what is Mara your formal wear? is wearing a midnight blue dress, uh, very much, like fancy 50s style. It's embroidered, like with heavy fabric. Like, so if she wanted to hide things under it, you wouldn't be able to see them. <laughs> like weapons. <clears throat> um, and then she has on a tiara, which I have a tiara here. Ta-da! Hell yeah. And that's what Mara's wearing. Awesome. Valentine, what's your formal wear? Ooh, okay. So Valentine's dress is black, but with a white like underlay. And on the black, there's these silver like suns and moons and stars with a very celestial like kind of ball gown dress thing. Um, and she, you can see she's delighted with it and she'll she'll put her hair up and she'll put like some pretty flowers in her hair and she'll probably put like a star a little like star brooch in the other on the other side and uh she'll obviously still have a room with her she because she never goes anywhere without her broom always has her broom even at a party um but she gets she gets cleaned up pretty nicely she's got little high heels on and everything little you know i like whatever. to imagine she ties a bow on her broom <laughs> yes, absolutely. There is a there is a matching fabric, as same as the dress with little stars and moons on it, a little bow on the on the broom. 
This is this is this is a very important detail. Thank you for bringing that up. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh, amazing, amazing. She's like uh, witchy but pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's thematic. It's thematic. Yes. All right. Awesome. Dewan, what is your formal dress? Unmute. <laughs> Uh, Dawn's formal dress is a very uh, minimalist but uh, clean and structured white blouse. It has a like a boat neck with a little bit of a slit, and I don't know what you call it. You know, but when you have the, the swoop, the bat wings for your sleeves, she's got like bat wing sleeves. But it's a white, it's a white blouse, and sleeves go up to like here. And for her bottom, she's wearing a sarong that's just wrapped and tied very nicely, and some platform boots or platform boots. What? Just platform, just flats, just flats. My brain. Uh, everything is, every all the colors in the sarong are very muted, tans and beige and, and greens and some blues. Uh, decorated with batik patterns and so it's very simple and understated and won't stand out but looks very clean and put together and she has chosen a gold and white uh, Venetian cat mask because of course (laughs) I love it awesome Uh, Jacaranda it is your turn. <laughs> Jacaranda panics. <laughs> <sighs> um, so Jacaranda looks through everything and she kind of doesn't necessarily find anything that speaks to her. So what she ends up doing is she druid crafts um, some of her own leaves and attaches them onto um, a full lace. It looks like it's like a lacing that goes over something, but instead she druid crafts her leaves onto it. And it's, so it's gonna be like a, um, the top, instead of like a sweetheart top, it comes to points. And then um, it's just leaves all over the top. And then around the bottom, it looks like leaves have fallen around her feet. And then her mask um, looks like moss, and then it has more leaves on top with like a little butterfly on it. Beautiful. I love it. Fantastic. Well, for Mara's mask, she is going to wait for Aridin to choose a mask, and then she's going to choose a matching mask. <laughs> love it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Any thought to the mask, Valentine? Yes, I found a celestial, like, galaxy-looking mask. It's got these cat ears and whiskers on it, but it's also got these funky eyelashes on it, too. So it's a very, like, fancy, (laughs) very fancy celestial cat mask. Nice. (laughs) Awesome. Love it. Alrighty. Uh, Aridin, your formal dress. Would help if I unmuted. Um, so she's wearing this like muted dark purple um, dress, and it's uh, strapless, um, and it's uh, 
I don't know what to call like this neckline. Plunging? Is this the, no, the, the heart. Is that the sweetheart? Sweetheart. Sweet, yeah, sweetheart neckline. Um, and the bottom, the dress part is, uh, it flares out. Um, I'm not very good at describing clothes. Um, there is a, a tie around the waist. Um, she has her hair um, done in a fishtail braid that comes down over the shoulder. Um, and I actually found, um, let me see if I can, nope, okay, I can find the picture. She um, chose a more uh, simple uh, white mask um, and it's got like gold filigree um, and a centerpiece on the forehead. I'm actually gonna send this to Rochelle because there's like a, Posted it in Zoom instead. <laughs> cool. Beautiful. Yep, yep. She she like would have matching. worn the matching mask. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 Wonderful. Alrighty, and that leaves us with Oren. Right. Um Oren is going to pick um something kind of similar to what he's wearing just fancier um it's like a red gi style uh that actually ends with black gloves um around his waist uh is like a silver belt and um over the gi is like a drapery that sticks out flares out at the shoulders and comes down and that's black and it has these like red bands that kind of come around and comes down and then up the shoulders back around um, and then hangs down, uh, like, about to his, uh, like, mid-shin. Um, it's very Mortal Kombat. Actually, imagine, like, Ermac, um, from Deadly Alliance, if, uh, you know the reference. Uh, that's what I stole, and I photoshopped Ornan's head on it, if anyone can see. <laughs> I love that so much. So good. Uh, but for the mask, uh, he's going to have uh, a red, like, wooden tree that, like, comes up the forehead, like, the trunk comes up the forehead here and then extends out into the branches that come about, like, probably a good six, seven inches off the top of his head. Um, and then the roots come down and form the, like, actual mask that covers the eyes. Um, but you can still see through it. He just wants to feel taller. (laughs) That's why he spikes his hair. (laughs) I love that. Oh, I love love all of these descriptions. I love everybody. Wonderful. Uh, Yeah, as you kind of think of these outfits and imagine them kind of like in your mind as they begin to kind of change shape you find yourself drawn to something on the hanger as you pick it up uh, off the hanger the outfit just vanishes entirely and as you take a look at yourselves you see this 
pink, uh, kind of glittery mist begin to envelop you for just a moment and then disperse as the outfit just appears on your body. No changing needed in the wardrobe of wearable wonders. As... She's a fairy dragon mother. I knew it. <laughs> as you find yourselves now decorated in your full outfits, Sinclair begrudgingly will also have to step inside because he will have to be on duty. So he will go ahead and just grab a basic black tuxedo with a black tie and a basic mask because this isn't his thing. And he looks incredibly uncomfortable. Dawan <laughs> uh, takes his basic mask and gives him the most embellished mask she can find. Because if she has to dress up out of her comfort zone, he needs to dress up out of his. I like to imagine her claws come out when she tells him this. <laughs> I love Dewan so much. An actual cat friend. If this means you will go to the ball, I am obligated to oblige. <laughs> Hands him the mask. It's bejeweled. It's hot pink. It sparkles. It's awful. <laughs> Thank you very much for your assistance in this matter. It's got things on it that move and twirl around. When he dances very quickly, it whistles. He <laughs> <laughs> grits his teeth and bears it as he's staring at this mask, just staring it down, almost as if he's ready to kind of like, he is ready to do battle with this mask at this point, <laughs> as he is goes ahead and just kind of places it in uh, his kind of like tuxedo pocket. Alright. Well, with that um, business out of the way, shall we go ahead and make our way onwards? Um, so are we gonna have like rooms at the palace? I assume you don't want us carrying the weapons in into the ball. <laughs> you are permitted to remain armed if you wish. Okay. The queen has designated you VIPs. Her interests in the are... <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm officially I'm, very important. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a coat check where I could, I could store the kits. <laughs> the kits. <laughs> yeah, he just, he just nods and just, her interests are very, um, moving on. <laughs> are you ready to depart? Uh, yes, when does this start? Has it already started and we're late? Um, everyone appears whenever they wish to appear. It's a ball. Um, 
more of a come and go kind of thing. It will take us a while to walk up there, so we should be right in the middle of it by the time we arrive. He nods and begins to lead you out of the wardrobe of wearable wonders. Uh, that still didn't a- answer my question about having a place to stay. I will... Something will be organized, one way or another. I cannot tell you what, because I am not her, so... I will have a discussion. And that is all I can really promise at this point in time. He will go ahead and, yeah, as I say, lead you out of this room. Uh, Delilah is kind of sat, one hand leaning against the uh, counter, just, oh my, clean up well, don't you? Does a little fingertip wave towards uh, Sinclair and then looks towards the rest of you. Oh, I Old you. Perfect canvases. Look at you all. You are all gorgeous. I do hope you have a fantastic time. Oh, thank you very much. Um, it's quite an experience as Oren robotically, like, moves forward <laughs> because he's not used to wearing shoes at all. Just... You need to look like you've crapped yourself, darling. <laughs> it's these shoes. I feel like I'm going to fall constantly. It's all right. I'm sure you'll break them in on the dance floor, dear. They may as well have wearing shoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's just very quiet as Oren's talking about his shoes. Yeah, no, Dawan's going to kick her shoes off as soon as they leave the store. <laughs> This is the no shoe party, apparently. <laughs> As we're leaving the shoe, Oren's gonna see it and be like, Was, is that an option? Can we do that? <laughs> no, you cannot. Um, if we get into a scrap, I'm kicking these fuckers off real fast. Just, you could use them as like throwing things. Yeah, projectiles. I would like to. I would like to uh, use flurry of blows to launch my cast, shoes at someone. I will cast Sia's touch on my feet and launch flaming shoes at somebody. <laughs> okay, so I, was I have gonna to say, can you picture story. like a like a roundhouse kick and the shoes come off? <laughs> One of the first TTRPGs I ever played was a superhero TTRPG, and my oh, character oh. didn't have any ranged attacks. So she would take off her stiletto heels and chuck them. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> stilettos are damage. dangerous. Yeah, exactly. Right. Stilettos are dangerous. <laughs> That's not a shoe, it's a shirkin. Someone stepped on my foot once when I was out, and my foot hurt for a long time afterward. Oh yeah, like, I can imagine. Yeah, I've had, I've had the same experience. Not, but not, also, not a good time. wearing stilettos are awful. I can't wear high heels. I will not. I will not. I would also rather be barefoot. I made the mistake, <laughs> and I have since learned never to wear stilettos. Uh, wedge heels for the win. Wedge is life. Yes. 
That's probably the closest I can get, and even then it's probably like an inch, maybe. Um, as Orin's walking, I feel like Aridin would walk up next to him and link their arms and help him keep balance. <laughs> Thank you, love. Isn't he like two foot? Aren't you like bent in half? <laughs> Three foot. <laughs> So she's reaching down just a little, and I'm like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like helping a small child. Affection. <laughs> Tall and small. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's not linking elbows. She's just holding my hand. Yeah. <laughs> is Ashtalora following us, or did she stay with Esther? No, Ashtalora's followed you. Is Ashtalora wearing Hold a mask? <sighs> Uh, I mean, unless Eridan has specifically, uh, done that. Is Ashtalora dressed up? I feel like Ashtalora has a cute, like, I'm picturing, um, like, a really cute bow, like a princess bow. In the same color as your dress? Yes, of course. Yes, of course. I don't think she would tolerate a mask. All right, all right. I can, I can, I can, I can dig that. I can dig that. All right. Got a cute little bow. She's all dressed up. She's got princess paws as she walks. Oh. <laughs> you know the walk. You know the walk. Yeah. The little, the little trot. Mm-hmm. You don't have to walk too long before uh, Sinclair calls you a carriage to bring you all uh, up to the castle, especially considering it's going to be a bit of a track. Uh, the castle itself is probably about an hour and a half away from your location. This city is massive. <laughs> I will say it again. Um, yeah, it's probably a solid hour and a half. And the further you get away from the entrance and towards the castle, the more sophisticated the outfits become as you begin to see individuals either approaching the ball or moving away from the ball. You begin to see more, uh, more kind of uh, aesthetically pleasing outfits as you continue onwards from various different styles and various different uh, areas of both the continent and the world in general. <clears throat> You find yourselves coming up to what appears to be a beautiful uh, white gold castle. The entire thing is definitely more decorative than functional, though there are four towers surrounding the area. The majority of it is covered either in this white gold glow or in uh, similar trellises to the walls that you have already seen plants and flowers decorating the entire area. You step forward through the gates into a large open garden area mixed with various different trees and planters of plants from across the realms. This area is huge and many, many guests currently fill its area. As Sinclair continues to escort you forwards, you see heads begin to turn, small whispers shared between individuals as attention is slowly being drawn to your party, both by your fantastic looks and by your escort, as 
these whispers start turning into small conversations. You can see pockets of gatherings here and there as you approach this large castle. The doors are already propped open, and it immediately opens up into a large, welcoming hall. Uh, the entire area is gorgeous. Beautiful gold and silver inlays surround the edges of these walls. The area is covered in various different kinds of art. Uh, anything from paintings to cartography to statues across this area. Uh, multiple plush uh, red and purple seats uh, strewn across the area. And as you kind of step into this welcoming area, you can immediately see the large silver and crystalline ballroom which stands before you. The area almost seems to radiate light as you can see many individuals inside dancing. The smell of fine wines begins to overcome your senses as you can hear what seems to be an orchestra inside accompanying the dancers through the night. You all step in one by one and find yourselves it appears the talk of the ballroom, as people certainly notice when you walk inside. Again, people begin to murmur, whispers, compliments mostly, but also curiosity. So you begin to take a look around. You are approached. Oh, Mara is taking a look around, like a serious look around as everyone as we're coming in. Do does she feel any insidious intention from any group or particular person? You could go ahead and roll an insight check if you'd like. I want to use sixth sense as well, just to do a vibe check. Dirty 20. Okay. Uh, it's the same answer for both of you, really. Um, there are people who are better than some. There are some people who are neutral, but all in all, there's no like particularly evil presence here. There's no one that seems to be conniving or manipulating. Just, yeah, nothing particularly uh, catches you off guard, so to speak. It only takes a few moments before you are uh, approached by an individual in a beautiful uh, white gold gown. Um, she is elvish, looks quite young, um, beautiful uh, platinum blonde hair, which seems to trail uh, almost down to her waist. She walks with a sense of poise and elegance and a bit of a flair for the dramatic as she slowly approaches you. You see individuals around her beginning to bow. She doesn't seem to be too regally dressed. Uh, the bowing, perhaps the most obvious uh, indicator of her stance and her... Um, 
try to think of the word and it's just completely status there we go <laughs> just completely uh, left my mind there uh yeah uh the only indicator of her real status as she approaches you um there is immediately individuals around you that begin to fall silent as she looks upon all of you and you just see a warm, beaming smile come across her face. Mara would do an appropriate bow. Aridan would copy that. Zacharanda mm -hmm. also, him. yeah, is trying to copy, but bowing's kind of weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dawn also bows. So you are the ones that I've been hearing so much about. It's a pleasure to finally see you all. Greetings. I am Pri- <clears throat> I'm Queen Elowen Sahandria of Ansara. It is an interesting pleasure to meet your acquaintance. You notice as well, she appears to be the only one without a mask at this ball. Although she does have quite a... It's a tame but still elegant uh, headdress that seems to uh, just cover around the top. Do we know how long she's been queen? Um, yeah, that's kind of common knowledge. Uh, Elowen has only been queen for probably the last 20 years. Which, in elf time, is not a lot at all. Um, uh, as yeah. she is a pure-blood elf. And... But more than half of Mara's life. <laughs> if you were to look at her... Uh, and just judge based off of like appearance, you would probably say she's around the 200 mark. Uh, which is still very much like just out of teenage years for most elves. So that's, that's the slip up. Yeah. Okay, thank you, thank you. Yes. <laughs> and Mara would say, Mara Katani, Bard of Chaos, and let me introduce my fellows. Then she would introduce everyone. She smiles and makes sure to individually nod and kind of place her hand out for each of you as a greeting. Making sure to directly stand in front of you so that the only eye contact she can have is with you. You see these beautiful uh, blue-white eyes staring back as there is a general sense of warmth and kindness that surrounds her. She takes care to speak with you all, and as Mara is introducing everyone, she sticks her hand out, she says, I understand that some of you aren't from here. If there is a more appropriate greeting I can give you, then please let me know. 
Mara gets a twinkle in her eye. Well, your majesty. I'm a hugger. Can I have a hug? <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> I feel like as, I... as we are so used to Mara, like even though we're so used to Mara and her hugging, Dawan's eyes would go wide. <laughs> the pupil gets so small. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the hair on the back of her neck starts standing up a little bit. <laughs> As much as I appreciate the offer, I unfortunately am going to have to decline on this instance, mainly on account of me not really knowing who you are. Um, uh, th thank you anyway, though. I, I, I appreciate it. <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> she, she kind of clears her throat and, like, readjusts her little headdress as she kind of uh, it's one of those kind of like floral headdresses that kind of just spans outwards a little bit, but it's subtle enough that it's not too uh, flamboyant, let's say. Um. <laughs> yeah, she flustered the queen. <laughs> I love that that was a goal. Yeah. <laughs> she did say yes, however, got it. Yeah. I'm glad you got your invitations. I'm sorry to hear about the trials and tribulations you and your group have gone through. I've been hearing certain things coming back from here, there, and everywhere. But I'm glad you got here safe, although I'm not entirely surprised. Uh, the fates foretold that you would get here safe and sound. Fates. Indeed. I tend to um, make sure to draw cards in order to make sure that the fates are smiling. You just um, hear the biggest noise of excitement from Valentine. It is like embarrassingly loud. Like she is freaking out right now. Are you? Are you all right there? I well, Your Majesty, I'm just very excited because, um, well, I draw cards too. I see. Kindred spirit. Mm-hmm. Well, go on then. Okay, okay. And she immediately pulls out her cards and starts shuffling and shuffling and shuffling and shuffling. And then she pulls out a card and she goes, oh, how beautiful. It's the moon. As radiant and lovely as you are. Three will get you everywhere. <laughs> I appreciate another divineer of the arts. It's um, always good to check in and make sure that uh, things aren't going to go awry. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, it. Of course. Good sign. And so then Jacaranda asks, "Can I? Can I pull one?" Absolutely. I'll, I'll pull one from mine. <laughs> ah, yay! <laughs> we are a party cards, of tarot cards, readers. Cards, 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 That's cards, awesome. Cards. Oh, the tarot. I love so it. So mine is... The Tower. 
Ooh. Oh. oh shit. Ooh. Ooh. That does not look good. Doesn't sound good. Tower means sudden change. It's very pretty though. It is. Getting it's the a... rug pulled Man, the out. The cod itself is gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a forest tower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nature. Nature. Hmm. You can see Valentine change. go off. Yeah, suddenly change. Nature. And now we hear the DM taking notes. Mara <laughs> <laughs> would go. Speaking Why would I do DM prep when I could just have tarot cards do it for me? <laughs> just, do everything. <laughs> just let us pull Mara all the cards. Would go, speaking of troubles, I, I don't mean to put a damper on your party here. Um, but we have many things to discuss. Mara's all business. She wouldn't give me a hug? Screw you. We're talking business now. <laughs> I see. Well, I do have a few more guests to meet and attend to, but I'm more than happy to speak with you about your current endeavors. Mm, perhaps reconvene in an hour? <laughs> Wonderful. Sounds good. Uh, come and find uh, one of the guards stationed around the room. And they'll be able to lead you to me. I'm sure you understand I will have to keep a couple around just in case, though. After all, <laughs> yes, you have done good things, but I still must be careful. Just in case. Understood. Of course. Wonderful. Well, the band is striking up some wonderful tunes. There are food, refreshments, uh, the garden up front, and the uh, a game. Words just leaving my mind. <laughs> The stargazing area off to the side, if you wish to head in that direction. For now, though, I will bid you adieu. Pleasure she to does meet a you. small uh, curtsy in place. I will see you soon. She begins to step away. <clears throat> Is anyone else feeling, um, Anxious? Overwhelmed? I've never met a queen before. I Fuck, don't I've never I been have. dressed like this before. Awesome. What, what does anxious feel like or overwhelmed? Anxious is on edge. You know um, the feeling right before a storm starts? That like kind of like, and then she makes like the bees like come out and it's like, just like bees buzzing. That would yeah. be yeah. that. No, I don't feel that right now. I think this is different, but it's interesting and it feels good, it feels nice. Well, is there anything you'd like to see, Jacaranda, while we're here in this 
huge mm. palace. Are there any plants? In There's here? a garden. There's a garden outside? outside? Yeah, there's the garden outside that you've already stepped through. Mm -hmm. um, kind of like this large open garden area. There are also plants inside of the building itself. It seems like this, uh, this entire area really is at the very least uh, touched by nature. Um, in some cases, interacted with it. So she'll just kind of wander around to the plants and like look at what kinds there are and just like vibe with them. <laughs> um, I'm vibing, I'm here for it. Get some water, look at the food. Ray, are That's there it. any animals wandering? Does the queen have any pets? Are there any royal pets? Uh, out in the ballroom doesn't appear to Is be. there a royal tiger? <laughs> there is not a royal tiger. She's Where's the royal princess S Jasmine? <laughs> She's not Princess Jasmine. <laughs> Where's the royal chameleon? <laughs> it's here, but you can't see it. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, no animals, unfortunately, that you can see. Um, oh. Yeah, nothing currently. Um, the only areas that seem to be open to the public are the ballroom, uh, the uh, astronomy area, and the garden that you entered into. I want to, um, I'm going to stand next to Mara, and I want to send Ashtalora around the room, and I just kind of want to listen in on some conversations. I kind of want to snoop. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to get a feel of what's going on, what's happening. Okay. At the moment, most of the talk is about y'all. Uh, coming in escorted by the captain of the guard, uh, having a discussion, uh, and being approached rather than approaching the queen. Uh, and, you know, y'all just stealing the show by looking gorgeous with your outfits. <laughs> Um, and being allowed to be armed in the queen's presence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the moment, you are the ones pulling the majority of the attention. Although there's some small bickering and other such, uh, just general conversations going on, some out-of-context things that don't really make a whole lot of sense, considering you don't really live in the city. Uh, but yeah. Uh. Is there sushi? Nothing. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Does anyone care for a drink? Dawan comes up to you, Oren, with a plate full of sushi. Jacaranda's <laughs> just spilled water on the ground. Because <laughs> that's how she drinks. We so she's just like standing not, in a bottle of water. We do not deserve Jacaranda. <laughs> just like Jacaranda especially is going to be drawing a lot of attention considering that Enkaima uh, are incredibly rare so seeing one is quite the <laughs> quite the who the fuck is that <laughs> I have no idea she's a tree and she's moving I know <laughs> and making uh, 
a mess. I can't believe Jacaranda is like an actual Disney princess. <laughs> Center. We have a whole group Ramp. of Disney princesses here. <laughs> I think I've been dubbed the anime protagonist, yeah, thank how you. How dare yeah. you? Erdin is clearly yeah, Sailor true. Moon. <laughs> yeah, Orin will awkwardly shuffle t- towards the bar and grab a whiskey and for anyone else who wants something. And then come back <laughs> out to the, to the <laughs> garden. Do you mean bold of you to assume they're serving whiskey? Oh. It's all wine here, friend. It's and all like, fancy wine. How are they gonna see you? <laughs> Oi! There it's are other gnomes and hobbits. The bartender all of a sudden just sees. <laughs> I'm just sure. sees a tree. <laughs> Oi! <laughs> what kind of drinks you got? There's just a hand slapping the counter. <laughs> There are other, like, gnomes <laughs> no, and halflings no, 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 here. No, no, no. It's not, like... But they're not gonna have, like, gnome-sized bars. What? Why yes, not? they do! <laughs> I have my staff. I'm gonna, like, pole vault myself onto a bar stool. <laughs> no, even if there was a gnome-sized bar, Orin wouldn't go to it. Orin would go to the full-sized bar. Yeah. <laughs> Just out of spite, yes. Shoes, shoes be damned, I can launch myself onto a bar stool. <laughs> That's my talent. Spite is a powerful motivator. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> yes, um, it is wine. It is a lot of right. wine. Well, I guess <laughs> I'll have uh, a glass of wine then, please. You get kind of this, uh, a little bit of a snooty, just mm-hmm. very well, Sam. Pours out. Definitely grabbed one of the uh, cheaper bottles. You you could absolutely notice that as they've gone ahead and poured out a few glasses for you and everyone else as you go ahead and peruse the general area. Is there anything specific that anyone would like to do or go into before meeting with the queen? Mara takes Eridan on the dance floor and dances with her. she can dance yeah mm-hmm. you are a, a song whatever you call it you can dance like yeah oh, there you go you can dance if you wanna yep that one <laughs> all righty yeah Anything but yeah nothing besides that dance. and then whenever her queeniness when the hour is up all right queeniness queeniness Anything else for anyone else? Listen, the Worm Queen would have let me hug her. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yes. Are you sure, though? I am sure. <laughs> but I think if you hug the Worm Queen, would you be able to let go of the Worm Queen? Probably not. <laughs> uh, I think I Jack Miranda wants to try dancing, too. Okay. Uh, I'm here and for so it. she's kind of like the wacky waving arm 
inflatable tube man. Picturing <laughs> <laughs> like baby Groot, like in the little pot, yep. just like. Yep. Oh, totally. Yes. yes. <laughs> Valentine mm. will dance with you. It's gonna be really fun. <laughs> okay, Valentine will dance this. with you if, if if you accept. Oh yeah, of course. Yay. She like what she her dancing. She likes her space. She doesn't want to like slow dance or anything. But very, we can move next to each other. Yeah, absolutely. Valentine is totally down for like spacious dancing. Hell yeah! It's just like me. I like my space mm -hmm. when I'm dancing. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is Dawan just kind of on the edge watching all of this? Or? Yeah, Dawan is happily Josh. standing there munching away on some sushi. She has found some corner. <laughs> she's out in the corner. She's like wherever the group was, but she's just she has her plate and she's just watching them have fun. Yeah. Uh, if Friends you are staring up. at Dawn, mm -hmm. she's gonna mm -hmm. look towards you, still munching on some sushi. So looking back at you, probably like something like, yeah, <laughs> just like there's like a little there's a little like shrimp tail sticking out of her lips. Stop, that's so cute. Die. Or is just gonna come up next to her and just quite a fun bunch we got here. Incredibly. Are you a dancer? I've danced before. I don't think I'd like to try it wearing shoes. This is very uncomfortable. <laughs> Good. And she's just going to offer you some of her sushi and continue oh, thank you very eating. Much. Bodge, 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 bodge. Listen, I feel like fresh fish in a farming village was not a common thing. Very true. Very <laughs> true. It's yeah. been a long time since you've had some good shoes. It sounded like you said shoes. It, it sounded like you're about to say <laughs> juicy. Juicy sushi. <laughs> there we go. I got there in the Except end. Except for that fish she caught in her mouth when we got sucked down into the worm tunnels. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Y'all uh, continue to mingle for a little while, um, grabbing drinks, dancing, and just generally having a good time before the hour is up. Um, you go ahead and speak to one of the guards who leads you through one of these side doors into what appears to be another kind of like uh, a smaller room. This time it looks more like a personal drawing room. There's a few books scattered around, uh, a couple of uh, comfortable seats, a few tables and other such uh, paraphernalia. As you step inside, um, Queen Elowen is currently sat uh, on uh, a chair near one of the desks and appears to be halfway through writing something before looking up and just, ah, wonderful. <clears throat> I suppose we should have that talk. <clears throat> As she places the pen down and interlocks her fingers together. Uh, that's where we'll wrap the session. As we'll go ahead and deal with uh, the chat with Elowen next time. So good, so good. Oh, it was so good.
Y'all deserved a bit of a break after dealing with so many bugs. Y'all deserved a, a nice, like, fireside chat and some, uh... <laughs> we had travel time yes. and dress-up. Yes. That was a and fun session. Even though Dawan hated it, Jesse loved it. <laughs> <laughs> right? And we also had threatening to destroy our enemies, so, you know. We indeed. had everything. Indeed. <laughs> and characters supporting characters. Yes. Oh, uh, I, I love it. I love it so much. Mara. <laughs> we don't deserve Jacaranda. We, we do not. Sweet. We do not. I'm loving this, like, Yay. budding friendship We're... between Valentine and Jacaranda. Just, yeah, let's just go for it. Why not? Did you say budding? <laughs> yes, I said budding. Ah. I didn't mean to. <laughs> We're rubbing off on you. Uh, the damn. perfect pun is, is the one you don't intend. The clerics crew is a tight crew, okay? Yeah. We're gonna be all friends. <laughs> We're gonna be the cleric click. <gasps> cleric click. The cleric, the, the cleric click. The cleric click. Just want to support our friends and uplift them. And Hell buff yeah. them and debuff enemies and heal them. <laughs> <laughs> That's uplifting. <laughs> Absolutely. I cannot wait to see uh, where all of this goes and unfolds and where your characters mm -hmm. go. I'm super, super, super excited. Um, oh, I'm just ready. waiting for the off with your head moment with uh, Queen Elwyn here. <laughs> I know, I mean, I don't know, that moon <laughs> card, like... it could have some interesting things. <laughs> Alrighty, we're gonna do a quick around the horn here, uh, just to let everyone advertise themselves, and you should definitely go ahead and support everybody here, because they're all fantastic, and I love playing with them, and I love this. So yeah, uh, gonna go in reverse order this time, Adam. Hello, I am Adam. You can catch me at uh, Adam Hardy VO on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I do the post-production for The Mind and the Martyr, so if you want to catch up on older episodes, um, check out our YouTube at Friends Who Roll Dice, and um, also our podcast. It's on Spotify, Apple uh, Podcasts, Google Play, um, a bunch of other platforms, too. <laughs> Um, and I add in uh, some uh, like music from Sirenscape and sound effects from Sirenscape and my own creation. Uh, I just kind of Frankenstein some stuff together. It's a lot of fun. It's so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I have so much fun doing it, so please check it out. Um, it's a good way to catch up with uh, the madness that is the mind and the martyr. So. God, there really is no better descriptor <laughs> other than madness. We love getting occasional messages of just, hey, so uh, how does this sound? And then yeah. you're like, oh my god. So good. <laughs> yeah, so good. They, they describe a sound and I'm like, okay, I think this is what I'm going for and I'll do it. And I'll be like, do you like this? And then, and then it's usually just heart emojis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the most general reaction is squee! Yeah. <laughs> Appropriate. Love it. Yeah, check out last episode because there's a bot of cool yes. spells in episode 34. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, Cole. Hey, howdy, hey, I'm Cole. You can find me at Cole Moriel on Twitter. Um, I'm currently cooking up some new portraits. They're coming along slowly but surely. 
as we can see with Dewan's new background, which I have to find a better crop for because it hurts my feelings because there's so many other plants that are not in there. So I will be fixing that. I mean, I'll work on it on my iPad too so that I can get all the wonderfulness here. I might see if I can add a certain kitty cat tail coming up. Yes, you should. <laughs> I definitely, it was in the sketch and then I just yeah. kind of. <laughs> I saw it in your sketch and I was like, oh, I'm going to add it back in. So there's my little kitty cat. Uh, bonus of having another artist on the crew. So yes, so those are in the works. Uh, you can find me tomorrow on Rule of Lore playing my swords bard uh, drow lady as we be gay and do heist in Waterdeep um, with Colin as our lovely DM who is also sending us to a fancy party so come join I, it's party week this week <laughs> so come hang out um, yeah join our discord I'm actually pretty quiet in there lately but before the I was really active in there I'll pop in yep Join our Discord, it's a fun place, and there's always people talking, even if it's not me. <laughs> that wasn't a good advertisement. Uh, someone else talk. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, you want to take over here? <laughs> okay. Um, hi, I'm Melissa. I'm so much geek on Twitter and Instagram and Twitch, and I stream myself playing video games on Twitch, and then on Thursdays, I'm currently in a cyberpunk red campaign where things are getting pretty intense with some AI interactions and us being chased down by a Terminator-like being that is very scary. Um, I drive a lot in it, which is fun and cool. Um, so yeah, come check us out over on WorldSmith underscore Cam on Thursday evenings. Uh, I post about it on t Twitter, so check out my Twitter. That's where I post like all of the things and me being sad about Animal Crossing stuff. Um, so I will hopefully see some of you there sometime. Thank you. Sweet, uh, Jesse. I am, hi, I'm Jesse, Jesus on the interwebs, interwebs. Uh, I do art things, except that I'm currently doing art things that are secret. <laughs> uh, so there's not a lot of posting. I need to catch up on that first, because it's catching up to me. Um, yes, this is it. This is where you catch me. This is this is the end of my sentence. I don't know what to say. I'm tired. I have a doctor's appointment. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Yay! We Yay! had so much fun. It was so I much need to fun. sleep." <laughs> I also want to draw everyone in their form outfit, which I'm sure Cole also wants to do. So, like, hey, Cole. Are we? I was about to say, are we? Are we? Are we doing that? Can we do that? We can do that because I'm definitely gonna draw that one. So. <laughs> okay, great. I'm trying to draw. Yeah, go on. <laughs> yes. We'll split it up. We'll have, we'll have drawings for everyone soon, hopefully. Yeah. Bye. I'm so excited for that. 
Hello, I'm Leona. You can find me on Twitter at the Leona Maple. You can also find me on Saturdays at 2 p.m. PST on the Dicey Amazons channel, where I am one of the people behind the screen, sometimes in the boxes in front of the screen, uh, on Vibrant Legends. Uh, so come hang out with the All Been Puck, a one-shot series crew. We have lots of fun. We play lots of indie RPGs, so it's a really cool time because it's always something different. Last week we played Ithaca in the cards. It was very, very fun. It was like blackjack combined with roleplay. It was very interesting. Um, beyond that, I am a uh, sensitivity reader and an intersectionality consultant, so feel free to hit up my Twitter to hear more about all the kinds of projects that I'm on and more about what I do. That's me. Awesome. And Rochelle. I'm Rochelle Dragon Gem here on Twitch. I stream on Sundays when my computer is working. Um, but I'm here every Monday, <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I am the Dragon Gem on the Twitters. Uh, you should follow me. Sometimes I tweet about our show and the craziness that is us, <laughs> the chaos. Um, but thanks for coming. And yeah, that's it. Awesome. Again, throw a follow to all these wonderful people. They are fantastic and support them in their projects because they're fantastic. I, I, I don't need any more explanation than that. Uh, hi, I'm Ray. I have been your humble GM uh, for this session here. You can find me at RedMageRay on Twitter. Uh, you can find me in a few places at the moment. Uh, more recently, I joined a whole bunch of our Emporium friends in order to help raise money for uh, cancer research. We ended up playing a bunch of Red Dead online and that was a whole bunch of fun um, other than some horrible hacker people but we'll ignore that part um yeah no that was a whole bunch of fun uh i plan on popping up on a few more of their streams here and there with both red dead online and valheim which i haven't actually started yet but uh vikings how could i say no uh <laughs> so yeah i plan on popping up and helping them raise some more money here and there um you, ttrpg stuff you can find me on Fridays uh, GMing the Stygian Shroud, which is a uh, 12 to 20 Curse of Strahd sequel that I went through and uh, basically removed all the crappy parts out of. And uh, yeah, we decided to make it uh, super fun. So you can catch that on Fridays. And then on Saturdays, I am over on Saverick's channel with some Star Wars, uh, playing my Grey Jedi Keldor, which is again, super fun. I have not had that much fun with a character in quite a while. And every other Sunday, uh, wrapping up our Curse of Strahd campaign over on uh, Featherfall. Uh, we are on the last couple of sessions. We were about to fight Strahd, and my now uh, multi-class Bloodhunter Artificer is having quite an interesting time with the situation. So yeah, that's me. Check me out on Twitter. I'm usually around scheming. And doesn't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I do not sleep. Yes, usually around scheming, planning things for my players or something. Uh, thank you so much to uh, everybody who's 
uh, hanging out in chat. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, thank you for the raids. I didn't catch y'all because I was too busy thinking about this, but thank you so much for coming and raiding. Thank you to anyone who has donated either tonight or beforehand um, for our cancer research streams. We do have a bunch of other charity events on the way, so keep an eye on Friends Who Roll Dice on Twitter. Other than that, we're going to go ahead and roll some credits here before going on a raid. Um, thank you so, 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 so much. Please stick around so that we can send the love that you've given us somewhere else. And yeah, I think that's everything. I said a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, unless I'm missing anything. I don't think I am. But uh, yeah, thank you so, so, so much for watching. Keep safe, keep well, keep moving forward, and we will see all of y'all very soon. Hello, Woody. Uh, the advertisement. That's right, the ad homonym, and we're here to remind you to. What was it? We're here to remind you that if you enjoyed this podcast, leave a five star rating. Yeah, that's it, leave a five star rating, and you find more of. More of this shit, sir. Uh, check us out online at twitch.tv slash dice. Yeah, that's it, and uh, another thing. No, that's it. Are you sure? Yes, absolutely. Okay, bye. Goodbye now.